y'all get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to another episode of News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. I am one half of your uh, podcast host, Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guide, DelawareBlack.com, Black Media Specialist and All-Around Good Guy, here with my co-host, David P. Coker. How you doing, Dave? Hey, man. I can't complain. It's me, Mr. David Coker. Um proprietor of Dave Mark Inc. I can't even get it out right now. Dave Mark Inc. Also promoter, event planner, man about town, all around good guy, friend to Mr. Leonard Young. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> hey, I'm good, man. Everything good? Yeah, yeah. Everything's good. How how's your week been going so far? Uh it's been been a good week so far. You know, the the snow that didn't happen on Wednesday, you know, uh, you know, that they had everybody freaking out about, you know, and it, they said it sleeted a little bit. I didn't even see that, but everybody said that it did a little bit, but I didn't see it. But, uh, you know, then they said it's supposed to be pretty warm over the weekend. Um, so. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll, we'll might have rain, you know. Um, the Eagles game, I think when the Eagles play Sunday, of course, I had to get the Eagles in there real quick. When the Eagles play and win on Sunday, uh, for those Cowboy fans that are still crying out there, um, they, uh, the weather is supposed to be like between 45 and 50, I think I heard. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm so definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I'm looking forward to the game because, of course, the Eagles win this game. They're back to the Super Bowl um, and with a chance to win another Super Bowl, which would be, you know, you know, the, the tri-state area will go crazy if oh, that yeah. happens. Yeah, they we get already back know to that. The Super Bowl. Yeah, we already know, especially on the heels of what the Phillies did this year. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be awesome. So, um, and I also will say the the wings the. Uh, the soccer team too, because they also got to the championship. So it's been, you know, so we just need, we need the Eagles to break through though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said to, to, uh, to, to bring it home, seal the deal. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. We got, we can't go over three. Somebody got to come mm. through. Somebody got, somebody got breakthrough. So looking forward to that. Uh, of course, that's been all the hype all week. Um, it's t- you know, a lot of talk about the Eagles and, you know, the Super Bowl. So that's um that's pretty cool. And so as far as the week is been is just getting ready for that. That's all. Okay. Hey, not, nothing wrong with that. Um and my my try about the same. So I I'll definitely be tuning into the Eagles game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And other than that, as usual, um these these children activities are, are loading up the weekend. So <laughs> I I have something yeah. Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning. And it's so funny. I, I was asking my daughter, I'm like, okay, with all this stuff you have Sunday morning, what, you know, what if people went to church? And she's like, well, they, they just can't. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, 
Yeah, so, they, well, they they run they run your they run the life, man. They, they run your life, man. Yeah, yeah. Look, you know, it used to be who run the world, and they say girls, but now it's now kids. who run the world, kids. You know, so, um, you know, I. It is what it is, man. We 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 uh, got to bow down to them these days because they definitely have us on lock. They do. Yeah, they they do. And and they always yeah. think about when they give that number and they say to raise a child in this world is one hundred and ninety one thousand dollars. I'm like, OK, I, I I get it now. I get it. You know, before yeah. I was like, damn, that's a lot of money. But now I'm like, OK, you know, can you think yeah. about your driving, your time, the little thing. And of course, they they never want to eat at home. They always want to. <laughs> they, this is what my kids said to me. They're like, oh, dad, can we please, can we please go out to eat? And I, I'm like, well, where do you want to go? Anywhere, just anywhere out. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Wow. Do they have a favorite place? Um, I mean, they have some favorite places. Of course, they love Chick-fil-A. Oh, they love yeah. um, Chipotle and, you know, um, I guess, what, Southwest Mode, where you kind of make your own. Yeah. Yeah, bowls, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and then I mean, other than that, everything else probably blends in together. Where as long as it's out, it's good enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. It used to be three hots in a cot, and you were good, but right. not anymore. <laughs> you know, so you know. Um, hey, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad that phase of my life happened before this new era you know what i mean oh you yeah know? it's definitely different yeah it's definitely different um i don't know if i i, I don't know Leonard. i i don't know how i would have handled being a father you know in the last 10 years 10 to 15 years i don't know how i would have handled that yeah i mean you know with you know you know starting starting you know with a newborn and right having to raise it because you know i kind of my youngest son his his group was kind of bringing in they were like the precursor to what is going on now because they came up right around the time you know they were he came up right around the time the cell phone you know really became a really big thing and electronics mm-hmm. started and computer aids really right. became popular so they kind of were the precursor to what we have now I know my granddaughter, she dances and um, she, uh, you know, and she goes to Cab Calloway. And, you know, she, I know she was taking a trip this week <laughs> uh, down in Virginia. I mean, she's always gone, man. She's 13, 13 mm-hmm. years old. She's always gone. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know. So she, she has a busy travel schedule. Yeah, that, yeah, she does. Yeah, it's like she's a professional dancer, right? <laughs> so, I guess it is. Anyway, what it is. It is. I know. I know. So, but anyway, so here it is. It's our weekend roundup. Uh, Friday show that we usually just kind of keep things light. We try not to get too deep with a lot of things and just try to talk about a lot of fun things and so forth. So, I think Leonard has something that he wants to talk about tonight. He left me in the dark, so I don't know what's going on, folks. So uh, just keep this in mind. I said, Leonard, 
pick the topic tonight, okay? All okay. right, just letting you know. Okay. So, so I mean, this, this will probably be one of the higher rated Fridays since uh, <laughs> since, since, since I'm picking the topic now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, so, well, speaking of that, speaking of that, did you see the comments that I sent you for last Friday show about the foods that people won't eat? Did you see that? Yeah. So, um, so a lot of people, I, I got like about four people actually chimed in on that. By mm-hmm. the way. Um, that sent me uh what they and a lot of them kind of agreed with the choices that we made. I was really shocked that it was a lot of people that kind of agreed with the choices that we had. Um, and they threw their own in there as well. And then some people said, "Are you crazy?" Here, one person, well, almost all of them said, "You don't like catfish." I know, Dave. You ain't black. <laughs> hey, just, hey, um, just just like Joe Biden said to Charlemagne the God. Well, of course, he said, if you, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Dave, if you oh, don't eat catfish, God. you ain't black. Yeah, well, hey, I guess, I guess hey, I'm Creole. Hey, no, 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 you're not Creole. You're not black. You're not indigenous. I mean, you're not, um, you know, mm-mm. It well, it's, ain't funny it. That it, it, it's funny, too, because um, I had to take a laugh, too, because you just said the word indigenous made me think of it. I said, letter, you know. We are really, we are really uh, uh, content creators. We really are because a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about on on our podcast, either on Tuesday or Friday, seem like everybody talks about it after we do. Have you noticed this? Uh, yeah, yes and no. I, you know, I, you know, like three of the things that we talked about on Tuesday show, Amanda Seals talked about today. Oh, did she? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, is she listening to her show or what? You know, what, 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 you know what they, so. they, we we need to send her a a cease and desist letter saying that she can no longer <laughs> take content that we originated or re- yeah, repurposed and then originated claimed as our own and use it for her show. She, she's I in know, violation. Say that she say, say that she found it or whatever. But yeah, I said, I said. You know, and then uh, there was uh, one of the sportscasters uh, show one of, on WIP that I listened to. They were talking about foods that they don't eat. <laughs> I was like, "What's going on? What's going on here?" You know. So, All right, well, so, well, Dave, if we hear anybody talk about a complexion for protection, oh, yeah, there we're, you go. Um, we're, we're we going know. straight to the lawyer. We're going yeah, straight to the lawyer. I guess you better. Hey, you better get that copyrighted, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, Paul Paul Mooney may already have that. But, I mean, besides oh, oh. Paul Mooney, I have not heard anyone else say it this year or last year. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. There you go. All right. All right. Well, let's see. Let's see what we could we could talk about tonight that people are going to talk about. Okay? Okay. All right. All right. So, Dave, I am going to summarize two articles for you, one recent, one not so recent. And this is not for comp, it's not for you to comment on the article, but this is going to go into uh, what we're going to talk about. Okay. Okay. Sound good? You game? Let's, let's do it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to need you to lay that black card on the table. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you know, put All your right. wallet back. Okay. All right. All right. In 2018, there was a 25 year old man who was arrested for pretending to be a high school basketball player. So basically what happened was there was a 25-year-old person who was posing as a Hurricane Harvey refugee 
who claim that they moved from New Orleans to Dallas, Texas, and they claim that they were a 17-year-old freshman. So while they were in school, um, they played on the basketball team there. This person was even voted to the District 11 5A Offensive Player of the Year. The scam fell through in, in April when one of the former coaches recognized him at a tournament and basically told him like, hey, I recognize him from, you know, this same player who played in New Orleans, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, police arrested him and, and he faced charges of tampering with government records, school records in order to get in. Story number two, this past week, there was a 29-year-old woman who was caught attending high school pretending to be a teenager. A 29-year-old local woman passed for a teen for four days at a New Brunswick, New Jersey high school, evading detection while texting students in what female students suspected to be an attempt to lure them into sex work, which, which is just crazy in its own. So these are two cases of people posing as high school students for their own, you know, ulterior motives. Okay. And for us, you know, here at News and Trends with David Lynn, we're going to keep it light. But if you were able to go back to high school undercover or as an actual student at the correct age, what are seven things that you would want to do, do differently, or not do this time around? And what we can do, we can just go kind of two by two. And um, I'll, since I'm catching you off guard, I'll go first, um, you know, okay. with some of mine. So right. one thing I would do is I would definitely attend more sporting events. Um, when I was in high school, I think I swam, you know, like, I, like I, I did my own sports. I did cross country. I did swimming, but you know, it's funny now that I'm older, like I really like some of these other sporting events. Like I would have gone to more football games. Um, I don't know why I didn't go to a lot of them. I, maybe I had practice on that Friday nights, but I would have gone to more football games. I would have gone to more volleyball games. Now I would have gone to some wrestling matches, um, you know, definitely stuff like that. So that that's one thing I would, would have done differently. And then two, I think I would have um, definitely done a better job of networking with people. I won't even say networking because, you know, high school students aren't networking. But I would have done a better job of um, cultivating relationships out of school like I was one of them kids where it's like my school friends were my school friends and then my friends outside of school were my outside of school friends so you know I, I just would have done a better job of like you know holding some of the relationships because now even like Dave when I hear you talk you know I'm I'm a little bit low-key jealous because I'm like man like I don't have them high school friendships you know and I mean I'm only maybe like 20 years out or am I 20 years out? Yeah, maybe 20, 25 years yeah, out. Yeah, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. but thanks, Dave. You just made me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, long story short, those are two things. I would have attended more sporting events in the school and I would have, um, you know, just probably built stronger friendships that could have lasted outside the school. Okay, I get that. Yeah. 
I, I will say in reference to what you just said in reference to um, the relationships and everything, you know, I wouldn't trade my high school days for anything um, because of the relationships and so forth. And, and like I said, you know, we have, you know, the relationships I have with those people I still had today, you know, um, you know, and we can always, you know, call each other and, and so forth and, and, and be able to have those discussions and so forth. So if you didn't have that, of course, and when you went to school it was different, you know, it was definitely different. Um, you know, that's what, you know, we touched on it last week talking about, mm-hmm. um, the schools and, 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 you know, uh, when DSEG came in and all those things came in, it changed everything. So I, I, I get it. I wish, I wish I could take, I wanted, I always just tell my kids, I wish I could take you back to that time, you know, so you could see how different things were and how we related to each other. And keep in mind, without cell phones, uh, right. without the light, you know, the computer systems that we were running back then were DOS systems, you know, so we wasn't, you know, we didn't have, what the kids have today, you know, mm-hmm. we didn't, we didn't have those type of things, but yet we were able to get through. So I, I, I get what you're saying with that is, um, you know, what you're saying as far as that's concerned, as far as my, my thing, my first one would be, <laughs> it's going to sound kind of weird, but we had, and I've I mentioned this a few times, we had probably the baddest marching band and drum corps and, and drill team around the whole time that I was coming up. I mean, everybody's always talked about P.S. DuPont. Leonard, you know, when you look, you know, everybody kind of, you know, the movie Drumline, I call it the series Drumline because it seemed like right. it's always on, you know, so. But um, when I say, um you know, when you see the HBCUs and you see the games and every and watch their performances and all of that stuff, that was that was my high school. I mean, we definitely had everything on lock. When the parades, back then the parades were really big thing. Um, um, if you went to the Christmas parade or any of the other parades, the Thanksgiving parade, or all of that kind of stuff. Um, and everybody always showed up to the parades. You, they showed up to the parades because they wanted to see their high school bands perform. Right. And, and everybody used to hate going after my high school band, P.S. DuPont's band, because everybody left after that. <laughs> you know, when they saw P.S., that's all they wanted to see, and they left. So they would always put P.S. last. They got smart to start putting P.S. last so they can last so that people would stay around to see all the other bands. Um, I, re- I I regret not seeing the band more. I right. saw them a lot, don't get me wrong. And, of course, you know, seeing them on the football field and all of that stuff. But there were times that I could have spent more time seeing them because as I look back on my life back to that time, that was one. That was a big thing, you know, like the HBCUs. Now you see mm-hmm. them with these bands and everything. Right. That was us back then, you know. So that would be one thing that I uh, regret is not being able to see more 
of the P.S. DuPont marching band um, back in the day. Another thing is going to be something simple because I realize how much is needed now. And that is I decided as a, just being uh, just being obstinate, I guess. I you decided to, no obstinate. Oh, okay. I thought you said abstinent. Okay. <laughs> Got it. No, not abstinent. Well, I was dead in high school too. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, um, just being obstinate. When it came down to the years that I had to take a foreign language, I chose right. I chose French instead of Spanish. Because everybody was doing Spanish, so I said, "Oh no, I'm going. I'm going to go out here and learn French." <laughs> <laughs> you know, because because everybody was doing Spanish, and uh, and it wasn't just because actually we had quite a few people in my French class, but I I just kind of you know I just said, "Well, I want to take Spanish because everybody else is taking Spanish and so forth and so forth." So I went to French, and I enjoyed French. French was a, a great language to learn. But uh, if I had to do all over again, I definitely would have took Spanish. Was it keeping nice and easy? Yeah, yeah. But, and and because um, my first one of my first jobs right out of high school, I was working in a little retail store, and a good percentage, I say about forty to fifty percent of the people that that frequent that store spoke Spanish. You know, they were Hispanic, so. Um, and even though I got to learn, I got to understand Spanish pretty well, I couldn't speak it. Right. You know, so, and some kind of communication broke down. But, and especially now, where I work now, we have a high population of, of Spanish-speaking people that come into my office. So, and, you know, it'd be perfect to be able to communicate with them, you know, uh, without having to use a translator or whatever the case may be. So, Spanish, yeah, I would have went back and took took that a little more seriously and took Spanish instead of French. You know. Gotcha. So. Okay, I understood. Well, Dave, um, mm-hmm. you didn't miss out. I took Spanish, hated it, did not do good in it, so <laughs> I suffered through <laughs> Spanish for you. Oh, uh, you didn't like it, huh? Well, to be honest, it was it wasn't your thing. High school, school, school in high school wasn't my thing. So, you know, my I, not until my junior, senior year did my grades start getting presentable. Like I always tell the story, my my freshman grades, and, and I, I'm telling that, well, gosh, and it's true. C, D, C, D, C, D. Wow. That was my grade. My freshman GPA was a 1.5. Wow. Okay. Ain't that crazy? And you, you got passed? Yeah, I got passed. Now, my behind... Mm-hmm was very sore <laughs> that year like it, yeah. it you know it, it, from a family you come from a family of educators right i know yeah yeah my behind yeah. was very sore you know that <laughs> you know that that's all i gotta say <laughs> yeah but well, so go ahead no go ahead oh yes yeah. so, okay so if i can go to my next two my first one and even though dave i talked about you being absent i, I wasn't far off that at all either so mm-hmm. I probably would have, and and I mean, if it might have been a good thing or a bad thing, but I probably would have experimented 
with the opposite sex more and and not talking <laughs> not talking sexual <laughs> but you know just dating more um you know just you know more talking to girls and being on the phone and going on dates and stuff like that um, now, were you shy so i was a little shy and then also um you know like well, so, you know, I told you, I used to alternate from my dad's house to my grandparents' house. But majority of the time when I was in high school, I was at my dad's house and he kind of lived far away from everybody. So, like, wasn't nobody close to me. Um, so, long story short, once I left school, my interaction with a lot of people was over for the day, unless it was on the phone or whatever. Um, so, but with that said, you know, we, we had a couple of nice looking girls and I think there was a girl or two who liked me and you know, I, I I probably should have just entertained that, you know, of course, not doing anything that would have, you know, called me to graduate high school with any children or anything. But, you know, I definitely would have, you know, taken a part on, you know, taken a part in more uh, male, female, innocent relations, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah I get it. I get and, it. And then okay. my second thing would have been. I probably would have tried to work, maybe doing work study in high school. Like, you know, I feel like I wasn't, I wasn't one of those people who liked school like that. My grades weren't great up into my junior, senior year. So I think I definitely would have been a type to work study, leave, leave school half day and then go, go work somewhere and make some money because high school, I never had no money because my dad never gave me no money. You know, he gave me money for exactly what I needed. Oh, we're going right. on a field trip. You know, they say bring $5. I get $5, you know, so um, I probably would have worked so I could have some of my, my own money. So those right. are my, my, my next two things. Okay. All right. Um, um, well, you know, uh, and commenting on the abstinence thing. I mean, I was abstinent in school. I was scared to death my mom. My mom did not play. Don't be going out here getting nobody pregnant or anything right. while you're in school and all that kind of stuff. But I I was a pretty popular person. Um, so, and I knew they, a lot of people. I, I was going to say, that, that's probably because you're taking French, so you knew the language of love. <laughs> yeah, we oui, oui. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, but... Um, I, you know, the friendships I had, you know, with females and so forth. I mean, you know, there were there were girls I liked, and you know, I flirted with girls. I had I had little girlfriends when I was in school, but you know, I you know I never went you know over or across the line with them, you know, other than kissing that type of stuff. So, um, but you know, uh, but it, believe me, I always had my mother's voice in my head you know don't you dare <laughs> you know right. that type of thing you know so um as far as my next two is concerned um one of the things i always wanted to do and i regret not doing because i think i was too intimidated to really push it um to to go ahead and do it i always wanted to run for like class president when mm. I was in school, you know, or, you know, uh, be in some type of leadership role, um, maybe be the, the, the editor, 
uh, or the chairperson of the yearbook and, you know, you know, one of them high position type things, you know, and I really felt that I could have done that if we, um, if they, uh, if they really put, well, if I really pushed myself to do it, because I think there was some, um, people that always said, well, Dave, you can do this. You can do that. You know, you got that leadership role. I mean, personality and whatever, and people really like you. And I was like, um, yeah, I, I should, I could, but I would always say, but what if people, people don't want to, uh, vote for me and all that kind of stuff and you know so it always you know in the back of my mind i just said i'm not a good enough leader mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> and then now of course i think about my life now yeah and, uh, you know <laughs> you know that's all i do you know that type of stuff you know and uh you know and i just wish that i just believed more in myself back then um to go in and push myself to do it then right because you know i don't have any problem with doing it now <laughs> you know that you know it's just, just something that i feel that i've always felt that i had leadership qualities um i just didn't believe it back then so um uh, so that's one thing the other thing uh i guess the other thing would have been Picking a sport, just one sport, and just try to be, like, totally buried in it and going next level, next level, next level. You know what I'm saying? Right. Taking it to the max, you know, because I, you know, taking it, you know, if it was basketball, maybe trying to get to the NBA. If it was football, trying to get to NFL, you know, if it was some other sport track or something like that, trying to get, you know, trying to get noticed. I just never had, because I played with people who had that drive and, mm -hmm. and they wanted to be great. Right. You know, um, I played against the Yuki Washington, um, you know. I, you said I, you know, a I Yuki Washington or Yuki Washington? Yeah. Yuki Washington. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and Dave, was, Dave, for our viewers who are not in this area, can you let them know who Yuki Washington is? Oh, that's right. Yuki Washington is a uh, is an anchor, news anchor in the Philadelphia market, um, who's pretty well known in 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 this area, in tri-state area, um, which is Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, um, well, New York. You know, if you want to cover it, Maryland. I mean, it's pretty well known all over in this area, and you know. He was a basketball player. He ran track. He, this guy was like a three sports star, you know, and he went to University of Richmond and uh, on scholarship down there, athletic scholarship. So, you know, when you see people like that, and Yuki actually could have, if he wanted to, he could have played pro, pro basketball or any sport that he wanted to play. Um, I watched uh, another kid, like a Delino the Shields, you may not know him, I, I do. but he was a baseball player. Okay, I, you know what I'm I, talking about. I just did a story on him on uh, Instagram. Oh, you did a story on him? Okay. Yeah, yeah well, I remember when Delano was in school, and he was also another one that was a big-time 
three sports bar, uh, star, and he ended up playing. He was he was uh, the ex- Expos. Uh, yeah, he ended up playing uh, and the Texas Rangers. Um, matter of fact, his son is playing baseball now, in pro mm-hmm. ball now, and he has a daughter that plays pro basketball. Yeah. So, uh, so he, uh, you know, he was he was uh, supposed to go to Villanova on a basketball scholarship. Ended up getting drafted in baseball and chose not to go to Villanova and, you know, had a long career in pro baseball. So, you know, when you see those type of guys, you know, go as far as they did, you know, you always say to yourself that you wish you had that type of drive to push Mm -hmm. yourself to be great. And that's something I always regretted is not pushing myself to be the best that I could be and maybe finding myself in one of those situations. And of course you always wanted to be in one of those type of situations because you wanted to get your parents a nice home or, and, you, yeah, know, you know, do some nice stuff for, the, for them because of all the sacrifices they made for you. Right. So, but that's, yeah, that's my other thing there. So. Okay. And I, and I, I definitely understand that. That kind of goes into my second one too. So I talked about attending more sports but I wish I had tried more sports. And, you know, I, I don't know. For some reason, I came into high school thinking like, okay, like a one-trick pony. So um, my freshman year, I made the uh, the JV basketball team. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, but my dad wouldn't let me play, and my grades wouldn't let me play either. So that, that was a wash. But wow. basketball was the same season as swimming. And, you know, I think I was probably – my. I don't know which I, I was better at, but my dad told me that he put more money into swimming. <laughs> so almost like we started this, we're going to finish this. But if I had the opportunity, I would definitely want to try some other sports as well, like soccer. Um, I played soccer growing up, like middle school and elementary school on like clubs. Football, you know, I, you know, um, I know that I may not have been the best, but I definitely would have been the worst out there on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. What else? Wrestling. You know, so watching my son wrestle, I'm like, man, you know, like th- this makes me want to want to get out here and try to toss somebody around. But, you know, there, there's just some different things that, you know, I would have wanted to try. And I kind of wish I kind of, um, you know, experienced more like like even my daughter, like I'm proud of her because coming into high school, um, she had never played volleyball before. Um, this summer, she went to a couple camps. She made the freshman volleyball team, you know, and, and did a decent job on the volleyball team. She, um, when volleyball season was over, she went out for cheerleading. And for cheerleading, there's no freshman JV varsity. There's just one cheer team. And she made the cheerleading team. So, <laughs> and Dave, this is part of all the running around I'll be doing. But, you know, and my son, he went out for the wrestling team. He had never wrestled before, no nothing, walked in. And, I mean, you know, he, he's doing okay for a, a non-wrestler or a non-coming-in wrestler. But, you know, seeing them try, like, different sports, different activities, I'm like, damn, like, this this makes me want to try more. So that would be one. And then my uh, – so, well, that would be one of my ones right there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my second one – would have been um, being more involved 
with some of the clubs, like, you know, Nails, like, man, like, it would have been cool to be on the newspaper club. You know, we had a school photographer, you know, some of the things that, that I probably thought were corny or I ain't doing that, you know, now that I'm officially old and corny, you know, those are probably things I would have wanted to do, but just kind of, you know, experiencing more of, you know, the school and doing more. Okay. Okay. And it's funny when we do stuff like this, we always end up having a couple of the same things or whatever, even though we come from different eras, you know, when it comes to school, but that was going to be my next one with the clubs. Um, I wish I had spent, and I kind of alluded to it earlier, you know, um, and being in leadership and, and mentioning some of the clubs. But, yeah, some of the stuff that we consider corny, like being on the newspaper or even the yearbook, you know, or debate, you know, team is there was a, a debate team. And, then, you know, even we had a chess club, even playing chess. And I mm-hmm. love playing chess, but I wouldn't have dared join that club. I did it in <laughs> – I did it in – um elementary school i was on a on a chess club but that right. was pretty cool back but i wasn't doing it in high school you know mm-hmm. what i mean so right. so um um so yeah i agree with you about the club thing and being able to um uh, take the time and getting on those clubs and 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 making them using them to your advantage because a lot of that stuff prepared you if you were going to that next level of college or whatever, a lot of that stuff prepared you in your college life, you know? So, um, so yeah, I agree with that one. Um, My next one, uh, you know, besides the club thing um, was, um, wait, what was I going to say next? (laughs) It it, it slipped out of my mind. Um, Well, wow. what was I going to say next? Um, we were talking about the club thing. This is what happens when you get old. You you, you start mm-hmm. forgetting things. Um, all right. I can't remember at the moment. What was I going to say next, thinking about the clubs? Oh, I got it. So, I'm, you know, and this kind of piggyback on piggyback on the whole Spanish and versus um, French thing and making the choice to take French because I was being obstinate and didn't want to do what everybody else was doing, which was taking Spanish. Well, back then you had two choices as far as your um, curriculum was concerned. Either you were going to be a college prep student or you were going to be a business student. That was your two choices. Right. Okay. So we used to think that the business students were all nerds, you know, in squares, and they would go and take these business courses. Uh, they would co-op during the year. You know what co-oping is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. They would co-op during the year. And, and this was, and, and as I look back, because the programs that we co-op with was places like Hercules, DuPont, right. you know, uh, uh, some of the banks, you know. And so these people that were doing these business classes and got a chance to co-op, you know, they would be out, you know, they'd be one month, they'd be in school for the whole month. Then the next month or two, they'd be working. You know, we wouldn't see them because they'd be Mm co-oping, 
they would get a little change and you know a little money too and whatever exactly and <laughs> like but we used to always say that they wasn't learning as much as we were learning you know and college prep was getting us what what is that ready for college you know you know and and these people were getting ready to go into the work you know workforce you know you know that most of the people that I went to school with that went through that business program and ended up co-op and ended up retiring for most of those companies, you know, I mean, wow. they stayed, you know, DuPont, um, Hercules, um, you know, um, some of the banks, you know, one, one lady worked for Wilmington trust. Um, she co-op with Wilmington trust and spent 35 years. Damn. There. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, this is the kind of stuff, this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about, right. you know, and I would be, I, you know, you know, like I would run into these people years later. I, what you doing? Oh, I'm still with those so and so. I'm getting ready to retire. They they making all this money, Leonard. You know, because you work with Dupont, which a lot Dupont employed a lot of those co-ops. Okay, they were making crazy money before they before we got out of high school. You know, well, what we considered money. You know, crazy money. Mm -hmm. Um. And then, you know, they would work those they would work those jobs during the summer. You know, they already had jobs. They didn't have to go right. look for a job because yeah. they were working for those companies. So and uh, and get this, a lot of them didn't go to college. Damn. Because they worked for those companies. Right. They didn't need to they that was their college, that on the job training, you know, that they got when they were in high school. And they made out well. If I was to go back to high school, back to that situation, man, I would have been a business student. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> forget this. Look, forget that college stuff, man. Back, know. You know, back then, you know, I would have went. Hey, if I had a chance to work for Dupont or one of them companies like that, yeah, I early, done, man. Yeah, early, hey, man. Yeah, and, and if you think about, yeah. it, if you worked for Dupont for four years, let's say from 17 to like 21. And, and and you were like a decent worker, you know, kind of moving up. Yeah. You'd probably, I mean, you'd probably be better than the average college student. Oh, yeah. that's what, and, and keep in mind, you were going to college to be able to get in a company like that. Right. Okay. So, you know, a lot of those people, they went right into those programs and, you know, we thought it was crazy back then. We And like I said, we talked about a lot of them. You know, because we thought that uh, we, you know, we thought that we were the smartest students and all of that stuff because we were in college. You know, we were taking all these hard classes and whatever. They're taking business classes, business math and, and right. you know, typing and stuff like that, man. You know, I was like, they ain't taking no real studies. We're doing <laughs> all the hard work, you know, but they had the last laugh. I'll be honest with you. They had the last laugh, so. So that would have been my second one there, my sixth one. I guess that was number six there. Okay. So I think my last one would have been just being more of myself. You know, I think uh, high school was such a a pivotal time for, you know, male, you know, going through puberty, adolescence, trying to find yourself. Not only that, of course, you know, Dave being a, an AI alumni, um, A.I. DuPont High School alumni, mm -hmm. you know, for me personally, I was 
too black for the white kids, not black enough for the black kids. So like there was a mix in there where it was really just trying to find your identity. Right. And, you know, so if I could go back, I would, you know, you know <laughs> with that said, I think my identity is a, a lot blacker now, just, you know, naturally. But I, I wish I could have just been more comfortable not feeling I had to navigate the too black, not black enough. You talk white or, you know, why, why, you, why your knees ashy, why your knees and elbow ashy. And, you know, just, just different things that, you know, now I wouldn't care about, wouldn't affect me. But um, just being more comfortable in my own skin. Yep. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And, and it's funny. You had that situation and feeling comfortable in your skin at that particular point because you were basically that in-between person. And that's the way, not, and not so much definitely, not so much on the inside, but that's the way you were viewed, you know, people received you. But then a person like myself also had issues too, Leonard, you know, being too dark Mm -hmm. at that particular time, because believe it or not, it was more popular to be light-skinned during my time coming up than it was to be a dark-skinned person. Oh, yeah, no. Because you still, you you know, you still dealt with the stigma of racism in the background and especially how darker blacks were treated versus lighter blacks, you know? And, and so, you know, so here we are, you know, a person like myself being, you know, dealing with a double, a double negative being a dark skinned male and then also being a black dark skinned male, you know? So, yeah, I get that. And I understand the comfortable part and I had to learn how to be comfortable in the skin I was because on the street that I lived on mm-hmm. um for most of my life there were most of the you know most of my friends on that street were lighter than me. Right. And I got called names being darker. You know, I, I remember that very well. Mm-hmm. You know? But, you know, I dealt with it, you know, um and you know, you know, they were just kids being kids, but you know, I can understand that because you have to have a certain type of mentality to or rise above those type of things. Right. And I did. You know, I wasn't I didn't let it bother me. I didn't let it beat me down, even though it would hurt from time to time. Yeah. But I didn't let it beat me down. Yeah, so yeah I get it. So um, my last one. Would be if I could go back. And have the relationships that I had with the teachers that I really, really liked. Okay, Dave, you a freak. Okay, I, I get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, you had the relationships with the teachers. Those teachers, in my day, really either they either they cared about you and they looked out for you. And most of the time, the only reason they didn't care about you and look out for you if you were a troublemaker or something, you know, that you wasn't doing what you should have been doing. Right. But in my, and you know, but a lot of the relationships that I that I made with the teachers and whatever, even to this day, um, you know, when I see some of the teachers that I had back in that day, and the fact that they remember my name and they know who I am when they see me. You know, all these years later, because you always wonder, you know, I think you and I talked about this before. When you think about how old your teacher must have had to been when you had them as a teacher, because if you see them now, you know, because a lot of times the teachers still look the same. 
Yeah. You know, they just might look a little older, but you can tell, you know, you know who they are when you yeah. see them. You recognize them. So you say to them. yourself, well, gosh, they had to be in their 20s or 30s, maybe, you know, when they were teaching, because I know there's still a few, my teachers still floating around. And I'd say to myself, you know, because, you know, me and like my pastor, you know, I told you I came up with my pastor. Mm-hmm. You know, we always kid and say, well, how old had they had, uh, uh, Mr. Fleming had to be, you know, when he was teaching us, because, you know, of course, we're thinking they're old at that time, but they probably were in their 30s at that time, you know, because a lot of them probably finished college or whatever, probably around 28, 29 years old and started teaching. And, you know, we thought they were old, but then, you know, they were probably in their 30s or something at that time, because when you, you know, you see them now and there's, you know, a lot of them in their late seventies, early eighties, that type of thing, you know? So it's just interesting. Um, and the relationships because they looked out for you when your parents weren't around, right? you know, whether you wanted them to or not, you know what I'm saying? They were there, you know, and that would be a big thing for me is to be able to go back and, and just to be around them and to have, you know, you felt safe back then you really did you know when you were your parents didn't have to worry about you when you were in school unless you were one of these kids that just constantly got in trouble because (laughs) then you had to worry you know yeah but you didn't you know you send your kids to school now man you and i talk about it almost every week you know what i'm saying right so you know but we didn't you know your our parents didn't really have those kind of worries when we were coming up you know, because we knew they knew that those teachers and the 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 principal and vice principal and all those people were going to be watching out for for you. And, you know, and we had truant officers back then, too. So there was always a, a police officer and he wasn't there to, you know, like a security guard or whatever. He mm-hmm. was there because of the relationships that the police had with the students back then. Right. You know. And, um, you know, making sure that you were in school and not playing hooky and those type of things. If they found you playing hooky, they wouldn't fuss with you. They just take, they either bring you to school or they take you home and you'd be begging them to take you to school because you didn't want them <laughs> right. to take you home, you yeah. know, because you know what was going to happen if they took you home. So, yeah. you know, red, so, red bottoms. So, yeah. <laughs> Cause I'd never forget our, our Troy officer. Uh, his name was officer Sutler. I'll never forget officer Sutler. Officer, uh, one of my buddies is always cut school all the time, and he would always get caught. He was the dumbest kid. <laughs> I tell you, he would always get caught. And he would always beg Officer Settler not to take him home. Take me to school, Officer. I, uh, Officer Settler, I was trying to get there anyway. I just lost my way. And he said, no, nah, I'm taking you to your parents. <laughs> you know, and he would cry and cry, you know, because nobody wanted to be taken home. Yeah, you know, because no, we knew that. it was gonna happen. So, so, but that would be, yeah, that would be my my last one was the, those relationships that I built with the teachers that I had coming up. That would be that would be awesome. You know, you just kind of opened up. Um, you know, I, and I don't know how you feel about it, but you know, when you think about those type of things coming up, um, and this particular subject and topic um you know you always hear people say stuff like 
they yearn for the old days. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, 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 was it so is so simple. true. Things that seem so, yeah, that's exactly where I was going, Leonard. Things that seem so simple back then. And even though we might not have had it all together and we didn't have in our heads the things that we needed to have and the choices that we needed to make, you know, like if we can go back with the ideal lot um, with the ideology that we have now and the decisions that we know we would need to make if we could go back, mm-hmm. man, just think about how different your life probably would be right now. Oh, yeah, I'm sure totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, great subject. I, I, I really appreciate I mean, it. Dave, I mean, I, I try. Like, I, I tell you, I, I come with the bangers, okay? Uh, oh, God. Come with the bangers. Okay. I, I, I knew when, when I decided to give them a compliment, folks, that it was going to be one that I regret. So, <laughs> but... Uh, but, I mean, I know you guys who are listening, you're listening to News and Trends with Dave and Len. I know you guys that are listening. Um, you can relate to what me and Leonard just spoke about and, and subject that we chose to talk about tonight. I really want to get feedback from all of you guys who are listening and your thoughts on, um, you know, your seven things and what are you thinking um, of, you know, um, and what you wish that you can go back and do and and change or whatever the case may be, because we all come from different eras. We all look at our lives now and, and they, you know, we might be completely happy in where we are right now, but just think, you know, if you truly could go back to the future, you saw what Marty McFly went through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. You know, you know, and you saw what happened when the small, subtle changes that were made, you know, and how he came out of that at the end, you know. So um, so if you can go back and change some things, let us know what you would do. Okay. Um, anything you want to add before we sign off, Lance? Nah, I mean, I, I agree. Like, so this also makes me think, okay, Dave, we missed out. Not, well, I'm sorry. There's a bunch of things we would go back and change, but there's a bunch of things we can do in our lives right now to kind of, and I won't even say justify or, or autocorrect, but, you know, Dave, if you want to be that leader, I mean, there's leadership opportunities. Um, For me, if I want to play football or wrestling, you know, unfortunately, I just got to live through my son, but there's other stuff I can do. Like I thought about doing some type of competitive sport. I don't know what it would be. You know, maybe maybe running pickleball, man. Pickleball, man. There you what, go. I mean, That's what, what everybody else is doing right now. Who? I, I mean, I, I don't know anybody doing it, but I'm not opposed either because when well, I was, school, you know, they're building courts. They're building pickleball courts all over the place right now. Oh, they they build them out there at that in Glasgow, at that 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 um, park out there. They build them in Newcastle. I'm telling you, they're literally building pickleball courts everywhere right there. Okay. So, yeah, so I, I might have to check it out. Um, I, I played a lot of racquetball before, and that was fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure pickleball mm-hmm. can't be too far. But long story short, it's never too late to live your dreams. You know, whatever you feel like you've missed out on, there's always an opportunity to experience in some way now as well. Oh, and you're saying it's not too late to be a leader, man. That's what I do. What are you talking about? I'm, but you, but know, you specifically said you thought of running for president. Oh, well, I'm so, talking about class president. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm saying there's still some opportunities where you can run for different positions and kind of, not to say 
you know, justify you not doing it before. But I mean, even maybe with the PS Alumni Association, like well, I just did. Well, I, well, you know, I've been in, I've been in leadership with them, but mm-hmm. um, um, but hey, I just I'm, did I'm, something. I'm voting you for president, though. I'm voting you for no, president. No, but no, but but see, I just did something recently that that I wouldn't have done back then. Mm-hmm. And I did recently, I put myself in a leadership position. Remember, I told you I'm the vice president of our union and, oh, okay. and the waiting and, <laughs> and the waiting president, um, waiting um, person to become president of the union. Oh, okay. So, right, so which, which about five years ago, I wouldn't have done. Right. Or back during that time, I definitely mm-hmm. wouldn't have done. But um, yeah, so I, you know, so these are things that I feel comfortable within my skin and within my knowledge of things to be able to do. And, of course, you know, I've been in leadership roles and many different type things before. And, you know, me, you know, I we can walk in a room together and we don't know anybody. But before I leave out of that room, I'm going to know somebody. I'm going to be talking to somebody. Yeah. So uh, so that's just that's just who I am. And so but, you know. I know the high school me would have been a little tentative about it, but not, I guess because of what I, because that was me in high school, I'm mm-hmm. not that guy anymore. Gotcha. So, I understood. So, yeah. So, but like I said, folks, we would like to hear what you guys have to say. So I, I look forward to hearing what you guys have to say. So please, please, please give us some feedback as far as what you heard um, tonight and um, get it back to us. Cause, you know, this is one of those uh, type uh, situations, a hypothetical situation or, you know, the type thing. But it is something that you can look at and say to yourself, OK, even though I might not have done these things in high school and if I had the chance to do it, I probably would do some of these things that we talked about or some of the things you may be thinking about. But it also helped to shape you into the person you are now. Right. Exactly. So. So, so we thank you for taking the time to listen to us, and we're going to say good night. Go Eagles, go Birds. Hopefully, we'll be Super Bowl. We'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. All right. Have a wonderful night and a great weekend. Tune in next week, ladies and gentlemen, for another edition of News and Trends with your hosts, Dave and Lynn.